What's up? Welcome to the Weekly Drop, episode 10. We did it, per usual. I'm so proud of us. Remember, you can follow us on Instagram at the Weekly Drop Pod. That's P-O-D. And you can follow us on Facebook at the Weekly Drop. Let's talk about this milestone, episode 10. Yeah, I, I, 10 weeks. 10 yeah. weeks of doing this. We started in right before... 10 weeks ago. Well, yeah, but like September-ish. Yeah. And... We I mean, are in November. Yeah. And I was excited when we started. We've gotten a lot of great feedback. One thing I really want to do is to start like recording uh, videos and, you know, posting on Reels and TikTok and just being able to visually see us. I think that'd be cooler a cool... for the for the listeners. Yeah. And this isn't sponsored by any means. Oh. But how will we be recording soon with your new iPhone 15 Pro. Wow. Erica upgraded big time. Yeah. So I had an 11 and then I was like, I can't do this anymore. My phone was randomly shutting off. Honestly, I think it was because I didn't have enough space, but it was randomly shutting off. Battery was dying. Like just things were happening and I was not feeling it. And then every time I had to take a picture, I was like, this camera quality is not it. It was dusty. So... I was like, let me just go see what the vibe is. And I went to the store. It wasn't too expensive to kind of do one of those plans where you pay it off in two years, which hopefully I'm going to pay it off before that. And I got $350 back for my 11, which Beautiful. I was not suspecting. So expecting. expecting was what I was trying to say. But I suspect you knew that. I thought I ate when I said suspecting. Um, so I'm very excited. I got like the navy blue moment and I put a pink nice. case on it. And I'm just, I do feel a little brand new. I'm not going to lie. And that camera is crazy. It's that quality. When you have that cinematic, I know it's on mm. like the 13 as well, mm -hmm. but 11 didn't have that. No. So it's just a very nice It's a movie. Thing. Yeah. So we're super excited for everyone that is new. Welcome. We're best friends who date and live together and all that good stuff. What, what? And for people that have come back to listen to us, thank you so much. We're excited to keep growing. It might be a slow grow, but we are working on it and doing our thing. So we appreciate you. So now we're gonna drop it like it's hot. hot. Okay, so going into like pop culture, we're gonna talk about Missy Elliott. So she just got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Woo woo! Applause. Well applause, deserved. Applause. Well deserved. Obviously, Missy's. I mean, goat. I would say she's goaded, right? Yeah, she's goat status. So it was so interesting. She was on Good Morning America before this event was happening, and she told Hoda she was like. My mom has never seen me perform live and in person. So that at the inductee Hall of Fame thing is going to be the first time she ever sees her perform live. And the first time I read that, I was like, wait, what do you yeah. mean? Like when I started in radio, my mom was waking up overnight, Front making row. sure she heard me. Like she's just mm -hmm. like, what's up? I know she just had to turn on the radio, but still, you know what I'm saying? So at first I'm like, why isn't your mom doing that? But it turns out... I thought this was really interesting. I want to hear your point of view. So she's like, my mom has seen me on TV, but she's never been to my show because, quote, you know, I had some little words I didn't ever want her to hear, mm. which I get. But if she's already seeing you live, yeah, they bleep it out. But you know what's there. You know it's there. You can look it up. You can hear through the grapevine. Like your daughter has this song about mm -hmm. da, da 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 And I understand her trying to be respectful, mm -hmm. but I just think that's kind of a weird reason yeah i feel like that's a cop-out reason yeah that's not a real reason I, I like it because she's respecting her mom mm -hmm. and she's like maybe just doesn't want her to make her mom feel uncomfortable like maybe she's just like old school but i just kind of like even missy elliott like yeah it's not like it's like olivia rodrigo who just 
came up right yeah. now. Missy's been in the game forever. And so it's, I think she's like 50 years old. Like She's older. Yeah. So it's, that's just crazy to me. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that's a good reason. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. I feel like at least once. So obviously she's done her tours and she's done all of her concerts prior to this event. But I just find it weird that she's not, she's not there. Yeah. Like, even never. starting out, like you start out, maybe you perform in a mall. Right. Your mom's not there. With a with the little jukebox yeah. and one microphone. My mom and would a be like, box. my biggest fan was yeah. that girl. So I guess my question to you before we wrap this topic up is do you think she's gonna get like stage fright now that her mom is there? Like is There's that no different way. now? Like now she sees her mom in the crowd who was never there. It was always that empty seat. I don't think she'll necessarily like have the vision where she sees her. Okay. I think she just is going to see a crowd knowing her mom's in the crowd. She might be a little nervous, but this is Missy Elliott. She's right. performed everything, every festival, every show. She's won so many awards. So I I kind of think this is just another a day for her. And it's just like, yay, mom's here too. Right. Okay. I got so you. I think it's one of those um, awe moments more so. Yeah. I'm sure the camera will be on her the entire night. A hundred percent. Not yeah. Missy Elliott. Well, like, both of them. She says the F word and they look at the mom like, She's what are you like, going to oh, do? No. Yeah. What are you going to say? <laughs> oh, man. So this is so interesting. I don't know if my whole childhood has been a lie. Oh, Sorry, mine ha- mom. Mine has. Uh, but, after reading this. Okay. So I'm just going to go into it because there, I can't even just like shimmy around We're it. all doomed. The maker of cup noodles. We all know cup noodles. Very easy to make. So we thought... Uh, they recently announced that they're switching the packaging from polyesterine cups to paper cups next year, which will make cup noodles, quote, microwavable for the first time since its introduction in 1973. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, what? What do you mean microwavable for the first time? Because I, as a person of Earth, have been putting water to the line mm-hmm. and the microwave for three minutes. Mm-hmm. And then after three minutes, you remove a cup of noodles from the microwave and you eat it. Yeah. And that's all of the steps to do that. And it's crazy because I think the entire world was doing that. I believe so. So I have just like a couple of questions. First of all, how are we still alive? A cup of questions. How are we still alive? You know Uh, what I'm saying? Yeah, don't know. Apparently what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to have the cup sitting on the counter, I guess, or wherever you want to put it on your lap. It doesn't matter. And then get hot water and fill it to the line and then kind of let it seep in there. Kind of like tea would. Oh, cool. Never going to do that. Nobody did that. Who has time to do that? Not me. I have three minutes to do it. I swear the cup said to put it in the microwave. I don't think it did. We'll look. Well, I don't know. Maybe they'll remove those now. now. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be like, uh, what is the effect where... Where like you oh like yes. like the Bernstein bears, bears and then the yep. Bernstein bears Man. Mandela effect. Mandela yeah yeah there's gonna be a Mandela effect about cup of noodles though. it's just so interesting and one of my favorite things that somebody said online is quote every day I found out I spent my whole childhood doing random irreparable damage to my tiny body yep pretty much it's so crazy also my other question for this was why did they take so long to change it. If y'all knew we've been doing this for this long, you're like, hmm, 2023, I guess now. we'll change it up. Yeah. And then they just like drop the information out of the sky. And they're like, oh, oh yeah, you're not supposed to do that. They're like, mm, let's break the internet. It's so much time. <laughs> so much time. It's so they interesting. They had time. We didn't. Yeah. Did. I love it though. I love that we were all like collectively on the same page and somehow the makers of cup noodles were not. Yeah. They did us dirty. Oh, what? They did us dirty. Oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> what did you think I said? They did a sturdy. Well, maybe they did do that. They too. did the study. Know. Yeah. They uh, did a study on why you shouldn't microwave styrofoam. He's reaching. Speaking of singing, let's go into Ooh, song of a, the week. Yeah, you did hit a good riff. So. Thank you. Go ahead, you're first. All right. <clears throat> That's my every week I do the two. <clears throat> I'm kind of nervous. All right. But on my radar, I've got some nerve to play hard. I waited for my chance, but Playboys, we don't dance. Okay. Speeding car going 90 in the rain. She took my heart, filled it with nothing but pain. pain. This beat in my dance, it's not for romance. Mm. I want to stay, but Playboys, we don't dance, dance, dance. It's giving Jason Derulo. And I won't dance again. What is that? That is The Color Violet by Tory Lanez. Ah, uh, should have known. the reason I picked that is, first off, this is the standout song on his Alone at Prom album. And he announced today from jail that Alone at Prom... Who does he tell? <laughs> I don't know. His does lawyer? he have an account? Like, is he smuggling a phone in jail? Probably. They all have TikToks okay. in jail. So he... <laughs> that's, that's crazy. <laughs> um... He tweeted, or his team tweeted, that the Color Violet Deluxe will be dropping November 17th. So that is his throwback 80s, 90s album, which I loved because I feel like that type of music is the best. And yeah, and he put a music video out for this song today. So I watched it an hour ago. It was really good. So he made the music video before jail? No. So like in the music video, he's not in it, but there's like a robotic version of him like they're almost like they're trying to build him back up into like that status you know what i mean and uh i think also the kind of cool part is he takes up this other persona when he did this album called ashton rain which is such a 90s r&b artist uh name so he was like he tweeted out he's like ashton's back so i'm like hey man if you need to come like change your whole name and like tory lane's died and he's in jail and now ashton is the new artist sure rebrand it's crazy maybe he needs a rebrand we still know who he is yeah yeah and i'm not trying to be a hater but this is going to come off as hater hating uh this man's still making money and he's in jail (gasps) it's crazy i could barely make money i'm out of jail well that bail money will be easy yeah does that is does he have bail can he no he's stuck he's stuck yeah he's stuck but uh it's cool when you own all your own masters how much money will (sighs) Come into your house. Okay. What you got? <laughs> I'm kind of going to start at a random spot because I really want to say. I did the same thing. So this line over here. Let's hear it. Um, And I apologize ahead of time because. <laughs> Am I going to laugh? I think so. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> I should probably, probably not. I should probably, probably not. Seeing you tonight. It's a bad idea, right? Seeing you tonight. It's a bad idea, right? Seeing you tonight. It's a bad idea, right? Seeing you tonight. Well, whatever. Yeah, I know that he's my ex, but can't two people reconnect? I only see him as a friend. The biggest lie I ever said. Oh, yes, I know he's my ex, but can't two people reconnect? I only see him as a friend. I just tripped and fell into his bed. And then my favorite part, she goes. Oh, your favorite part. Yeah. didn't already happen. And I told my friends I was asleep, but I never said where in his sheets. Oh. You should see me in the morning I... show. I'm like, yes. Yeah, so you've been going around the, you've been gallivanting around the apartment singing only the hook part, I guess. Mostly just saying, 
I should probably, probably, probably not. not. And it's driving me crazy. So it's bad idea, right? Obviously you can tell from the four lines I said in a row from Olivia Rodrigo. And it's so funny because she performed this at the VMA awards and my best friend Ronnie was over mm-hmm. and he was like, that's going to be her single, but I don't love it. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of annoying. Catchy. What? That's my jam, bro. I'm like, eh, sheets. And I really kind of wish I was still like, 16, 17, because that's kind of the age group she's at. You want to like put your Jansport on and like kick a locker. Yeah, and, like, and I want to just that. like yell at a boy and be like. Some random eh. in the hallway. Slap but, his books out. You're a bully. So now, well, yes. So now I just have to do that to you in the apartment. Slap my books out. Yeah. That's not. And just say, it's a bad idea, right? Yeah. I'm going to push my glasses and no, my, 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 my books. Oh, no. Not the <laughs> mama, mama, my book. I got good grades, I promise. Me too, honestly. Yeah, I kind of killed it. All right. <laughs> Next. Next. Going into movies and TV, let's talk about it because we thought it was gone, but it but is Just back. like everything that's great, it comes back around. Barbenheimer. It's back. So we participated in Barbenheimer weekend mm-hmm. where we actually did it in Heimer Barben order because we saw Oppenheimer first. And then we saw Barbie, correct? Did we? Oh, wait. No, we saw Barbie first. Okay, so we did it the normal way. Yeah. Yeah, because we saw Barbie. We were so happy Friday. And then Sunday we were like, oh, depression. Yeah. Yeah, great depression. It was cool. Um, we, we've talked about it before. I, Oppenheimer or Oppenheimer, however you mm-hmm. say it. I just, there was a lot of stuff I didn't get. Yeah. Where you would look at me and I was be like, locked in. oh, wow, can you believe that? And I literally am like, this man is just speaking. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. So I, w- <laughs> I felt a little uneducated while I was watching it. Mm-hmm. And also it's a very long movie. Yeah. So when the time came for the bomb, I was like, it's over. No. Nope. Classic Christopher Nolan movie. There was still another hour and a half to go. Both uh, movies were very explosive for different reasons. Uh-huh. Yeah, I went there. Let's see what you did there. So there is a no budget movie coming out called Barbenheimer. Yeah, like a low budget. And can you give me the details on what it's about? Okay, so like you were saying, there's like a guy that makes low budget to zero budget films. His name is Charles Band and he's a part of Full Money, Full Moon Features. So he kind of just does shameless cash grabs. Okay. Right? So he's making this Barbenheimer movie and it's about a doll scientist who visits the real world sees how bad it is and decides to build a nuclear bomb and blow it up. (laughs) (laughs) I will not be there day one to see that. I kind of want to see it. Yeah, of course. It sounds interesting. I really want to know like who's playing Barbie. Oh, you're invested on the cast. Yeah. And like how I know it's obviously low budget, so it's not going to be this grand. It needs to be as campy as possible Yeah, because then it might actually be like really funny and good. Uh, and it could be like a cult classic, like Sharknado. And exactly. Like those. So if I think if they stick to that formula, they might actually have a stupid hit on their hands. And I would watch it. You wouldn't watch it? Oh, I would watch it. I'm just not like running. Not, yeah. Yeah. I honestly say that I would run. But when, uh, what is it? Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey came out. I still haven't seen it. Yeah. And I wanted to it see it so bad. so like, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm into it. I think if it's, if it's like on a streaming service that I have at home, I think I'd. Oh, Put it on. 100%. But if I have to go somewhere, I probably 0%. wouldn't watch it because I'm lazy. Yeah. And I also wouldn't watch uh, any of the Terrifier movies. You know, people were going into the theaters and like throwing up in there. I can imagine. 
It's scary. I can imagine because the plot is extremely gory. It's not even a scary movie. Yeah. Uh, one and two. Uh, it's just gory. Like people are, yeah, we're not going to talk about it. But I heard it was like really disgusting. Yeah. And so. It's like Saw on steroids. I started watching the trailer. One of our friends put it on for us and I literally got it was creepy. frightened. Yeah. Well, lucky for you, they're making a third one. Yeah, I'm so excited. Can we? And how do you top two Halloween scary movies? By making another? You make another and you change the holiday because it's going to be taking place in the Christmas season now. Not saying Nick. So what is, what are we thinking? There's no plot for this, by the way. So what are we thinking is going to happen? Is he like terrorizing like children? Like what's going on here? That's scary. The thing is, since I've never seen them, I don't know what his purpose in life is, like what his point is. He is a killer clown. Just for funsies, right? Yep, yep. So... That's, I mean, what if he kills Santa? I, I don't. I That's not okay. That's not okay. And then he becomes Santa that mm. has to deliver to each house. But when he goes to the houses, mm. Mm. but he still eats Scary. the milk and cookies. Yeah, well, of course. Of because course. he has to, that's like his call sign. He has yeah. to make a point. He has to fuel. Yeah. And leaves like a drop of blood on the plate. Like in the milk. Yeah. Like Ooh. the milk cup is red. And then they think it's like strawberry milk, but it's not. Right. Okay. It's not strawberry milk. Who should we call? Because I feel like we need to be on like the writing team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, director.com. Heard. And then um, uh, find them. I feel like I would, like what we said was cool. Mm-hmm. I still wouldn't watch it though. No, absolutely not. I'll give ideas, but then I'm like, all right, well, you guys have, have fun, fun with that. See ya. Just cite me at the end. Mm-hmm. What is that? That was me driving away. Oh, joy. <laughs> Hopefully you're in the passenger seat. I hope so. Yeah. Unless you left me behind. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so we're, <laughs> uh, we want to go into, well, first of all, we're never going to watch that, even if it does come out. Because it terrifies me. Yeah. We're going to go into our top two shows that we're currently like into and things we think you should watch because we're watching. You can make your own decisions. You don't have to do anything we do, but I feel like we're a good sense of judgment. Yeah. And so, we're very successful people, so. Are we? Yeah. You know what? Period. Mind over matter. matter and that's what matters. Oh, God. Preach. So we're going to go back and forth, and we each have two? Yeah, and I think one of them, we have the same one. Uh, is that your first one? So you want to kick off with that one? Okay, yeah. So mine and yours yes. is Sex Education. A beautiful show. That's on Netflix, mm-hmm. and it's a British show. The cool thing about this show, besides the entire show is that 90% of the main actors and there's a lot of main actors, 90% of them didn't really have a background in acting. Like they probably took classes, but there wasn't like they were in this show and this movie movies and shows their IMDBs are empty. Yeah. Empty. And then it's just like sex education and the way these people act, you would think they've been in everything under the sun. Yeah. It's just phenomenal. My favorite character is Eric. Yes. And there's just so many different things that go on in that show. So basically, do you want to describe the show at all? Or Yeah. So uh, I guess the best way to say it is like season one, it kicks off and there's a kind of outsider, somewhat nerdy uh, kid. And his name is Otis. Otis. Otis Milburn. <laughs> and you know, when you're going through that stage in your life in high school and all he sees are girls, right? Yeah. So they do a great job in the show portraying what everyone sees and how they process their emotions and how it's okay to ask for help. So that's kind of the main message yeah. of the show. But 
quick synopsis, Otis uh, has huge hard eyes for someone known as Maeve. Maeve Wiley. And him and Maeve become really good friends. And they (laughs) they refer to it in the show as a sex clinic. And basically, Otis, whose mother is a sex therapist, kind of uses the knowledge that he's overheard through his adolescence and starts giving out advice to kids in high school. But he gives out really good advice. advice. He's fantastic. It's nuts. And so where the switch comes in, (laughs) where the switch comes in is that he's obviously running the sex clinic with Maeve. There's a ton of different stuff that happens that we can't even tell you. You just have to watch. But at one point his mom comes in and becomes the sex therapist at the school at the school. So that obviously changes everything. And then there's just so many things that happen and we're on or we're on season four now, which is actually the finale. Yeah. I'm very sad. It's ending because it's just a phenomenal. It's fantastic. Just the way that they, yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, The way that they portray, honestly, everyone, uh, how you identify yourself, uh, whether you're straight, gay, anything that you um, see yourself as they have a character in the show that you can assimilate with and i just think the storytelling the character arcs the music mm-hmm. literally all of it they nailed it no pun intended and uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm on a roll yeah um it's perfect it's a great show i didn't think i'd be in love with it as much as i am when i first started it mm-hmm. and i once we finish season four, I would be perfectly fine going back to season one and starting the journey all over again. Literally same. It's so good. And this is my second time watching seasons one through three. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of forgot about it until season four just yeah. recently dropped. And then I was like, oh, I have to catch up. And then I asked you and you're like, no, I've seen like one or two episodes. And I was like, no, we have to go on this journey together. Mm-hmm. So it's, been, it's been a lot amazing. of fun. Yeah. And I looked at you the other day when we finished season three and I was like, so you've known that this is where we end up the entire time. And you were like, yeah. And I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I was so shook. It's crazy. But I mean, every character, there's characters that you hate in season one that by season three, you're like, wow, that's my favorite character. Yeah. And you start like tearing up and feeling bad for them. So man, it's crazy. I'm excited to finish it, but it. I'm yeah. very nervous. I, it's going to be, you know what? Just like they say, it's going to be bittersweet. Yes. So that's our first one. Everybody watch if you want to. Yeah. Uh, Sex Education on Netflix. There's four seasons. There's eight episodes in each season. So it's nothing crazy. Uh, and you should do it. So yeah. do it. What's yours? Oh, I was going to point it. No. Yeah, fine, I'll go. So <clears throat> Loki season two is backpacking the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Really? Ba- oh my gosh, Tom Hiddleston is one of the best actors out. I remember watching uh, season, one. season one with you and it was very interesting, but my bedtime is so early yeah. that you end up watching. I don't want to hold you up from your right. show, but I hear you like-, like Every night I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm trying to sleep and you're like, oh, I'm like, I'm what like, is no happening? Way. So this second season, you want to know what's so crazy? Because obviously it deals with time and like displacement and issues and stuff like that. And still the big bad that's kind of looming over Marvel right now is Kang, who's mm-hmm. portrayed by Jonathan Majors. And this show does a great job of barely showing him, but making you so scared of what's to come. Really? And that's one of the things that gets me to keep going each episode. And I'm like, I need to see what's next is what's going to happen. Like that unknown and the fear of the unknown. But what really drives me like insane and has my brain just spinning all the time about this show is the finale airs on Thursday, right? At this point, spoiler alert, at this point, 
Loki is about to end up in the same exact position timeline wise that he was in episode two. Of which the season? same season. Oh, okay. So one of the cool things is there's a character known as Ouroboros, and they call him OB for short. And an Ouroboros is depicted by us as a snake eating its own tail. So basically it's a cyclical cycle. Oh. I'm going nuts. Cyclic- no pun intended. Well, you meant to say cyclical? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Nice. So it's this cycle of in order to continue this, I need to keep going and this needs to happen. So cause and effect, basically. And this entire season has been kind of an homage to this one character. And it's like, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Mm. And making you question, well, is this guy really the bad guy or is someone else behind it? Or do I need to do this to make this happen? And it's just a lot of what if questions. Yeah, I love that. I just, the way my ADHD is like set up, I just don't focus well a lot if I get confused, obviously. Um, And I remember the first season you helped me, you helped talk me through a couple Mm of things. But when you were explaining that whole thing that you just did now, I was like, like, what? I don't even know if I could watch that. And I, I mean, I'll round it up with this point, but I think one of the things that Marvel did best uh, up till Endgame was the character arcs. So you had uh, Iron Man be so selfish, right? And then he makes the ultimate sacrifice. You had Spider-Man who was kind of a, a kid under Iron Man's wing and then he branched out and now he's doing his own thing. You had Thor lose all his family and then come back and be one of the people to save the day. Captain America had to go back in time to live his life out. So there's so many characters that they establish in this universe, but Loki was always like one of my favorites and always like a castaway, right? Yeah. And he was always so rude to to Thor and everyone. Honestly, he was the main antagonist of the first Avengers film. This show has given him a character arc that is, it's mind boggling. Really? The last episode, spoiler alert. The last no, episode he said, well, this is just like a saying he said, but they're asking him, uh, because the TVA, the Time Variance Authority, is one of the things that is keeping kind of everything connected in the Marvel Universe. And it's in trouble right now. And they're pressing him. They're like, why do you need to save the TVA? And he's like, I need to. And they're like, why? Why? And he goes, because I need my friends back. And this is a character that is a super villain yeah. that just turned into breaking down in tears on this show and saying, I need my friends back. And I was sitting there and I'm like, because obviously I've been on this movie journey and I'm like, holy crap, they really just reinvented an entire character. And I think that is the coolest thing ever. Well, I'm excited for you. You said, when does the season finale come out? Finale on Thursday. And then that kind of, I guess, leads right into the Marvel's movie that's coming out Thursday at midnight. I think we're watching that Friday, Yeah, we're going to go see that Friday. And then I guess all of this is kind of... uh, with the news that Robert Downey Jr. might be coming back. As Iron I Man. saw that today in my prep yeah. that he signed on to be Iron Man. Again. So, And I think, spoiler alert, I think this is because of Loki season two. Okay. Because it's leading into this potential where Loki can rewrite everything that's happened. And I think there's going to be a need for him to pull some of these older characters, the Captain America's Iron Man's, to beat Kang in this finale of the Avengers. I feel like at this point I'm holding on by a thread. Yeah. Because so, oh my I gosh. need to obviously watch that. To, do I need to watch Loki season two to understand the Marvels? 
I don't think so, but the idea of incursions, and for our listeners that don't feel like geeking out right now, I'm about to blow your mind, but incursions are a thing where worlds are colliding because people are messing with different timelines. Okay. So like, let's say in our world, right? If we here on Earth gain the ability to go visit another universe and we started like mingling with ourselves over there, there's the potential that both of our worlds could collide and both could be eliminated because we're interfering and like we're not supposed to go over there and mess with stuff or they're not supposed to come here and mess with stuff. That makes sense. So that is potentially playing out on the live screen in this movie. Mm. There's a lot happening that I feel like people just needed to take a deep breath and wait for, but we're so over the high of Endgame that it's like, oh, we need... We need like that level, that level. And you have to rebuild the entire yeah. story back up. I mean, we did 10 years of movies just to get to Endgame. So take a chill pill. <laughs> Who are you yelling at? Everybody. Everybody. So that is my top two shows. You literally named. Oh, you did. Yep. That is your second one. That is my second one. Sorry, I went crazy. We had a joint first show. Okay. Not a an joint. actual joint. <laughs> well, yeah. well. No, um, no, no. Just kidding. no joint. <laughs> All my joints are good. So my second show it has actually been on Netflix for a minute, okay. but it's Inventing Anna. So it's about Ooh. Anna Delvey, okay. who is basically like a con artist, but she worked her way up into like high society in New York. And it's interesting because when this first came out, it's uh, Shonda Rhimes directed oh, okay. it, produced it, all that good well, stuff. So you know it's going. fire. Um, when it first came out, I saw the first episode, 20 minutes of it. Because there's this accent that the actress does and I couldn't get behind it. So I kind of was just like, I don't want to watch this. Mm -hmm. So I turned it off. And for some reason recently, I think it just popped up on like Netflix, what to watch. I was like, let me try this again. I have nonstop been watching this show. Every day I come home, it's on the TV. It's so good. There's nine episodes. It's like a limited series. So it's just... It's just one season? Yeah. So it's just this and it's done. Unless if I'm wrong, my bad. But that's what I've seen because it says it's a limited series. Um, And it's just so interesting. I mean, this girl claims to be a German heiress and she comes to New York and she works her way into fashion shows and then says she's creating this thing called the Anna Delvey Foundation, which is going to be this kind of like social club that you have to get into but you have to be kind of made of money to be in it. And it's like only the best of the best get into it. She leases this building that's supposed to be worth million, like $50 million. And she's just scamming. Just scamming. She keeps saying like, I'm going to wire in money, all this stuff. But now getting into episode eight, Ooh, the turn this has taken. How the turntables. How the turntables. Because I'm like, girl, what is happening? And it's funny because I talked to my co-host about this and he said, the end is going to get you. And I was like, oh yeah, this will probably happen. But now that I'm watching it, this show is so, so good. You're going to want to binge it. So Inventing Anna, I say, watch it. It's on Netflix. And you just got to get past the accent. Honestly, and now I kind of like the accent. So, so what kind of it's like UK style? Or it's like no, it's, it's an American show. Okay, but she has a German accent, but she's Russian. So she's <laughs> Russian. Okay, and she moved to Germany. Okay, I feel like I'm giving some stuff away, so I don't want. So okay, she, okay, okay, but she lives in Germany. I'm following. So then she goes, she has a German accent, right. but she's also obviously Russian. Right. But then when she goes to New York, she says like, I'm a German heiress. So I have, mm. my dad has stacks back Lion. in Germany. Yeah. 
And then, so you're just trying to figure out like, where's this all coming from? Like, yeah. she's so delusional. Yeah. The thing is though, she pays for things. Okay. She gets stuff done. And one of the best things about this show is this girl is smart. Yeah. She's like low key, even though she's a scam artist, she's like low key a businesswoman. Mm -hmm. She was doing her ADF, which is the Anna Delvey Foundation, the high society thing I was talking about. And she had a whole plan for like a business booklet plan. I don't even know what they're called but written out. So she would show those to investors and it, everybody was like, yeah. Wow. Sounds great. Wow. So this is just something I think you should watch if you want to get into it, if you're kind of bored. You know, what's scary. I mean, I haven't seen any episodes of this. Mm -hmm. um, I'm definitely interested now that you've uh, promoted it. Um, this makes me think like how many people are actually doing this in real life? It's crazy. Because you see people just like post pictures and stuff like that. And obviously social media is fake to an extent, but they're like, oh, I'm here and I'm there. And I'm like, how do you have time for all this, first of all? And how much of this is real or what are you faking? So uh, now I am on patrol. So I'm going to find you. It's crazy. Fakers, and also all the fake people, the fake people that try to like get into high society. The thing is from I don't know this by fact, but a lot of richer people are very like free with their money. Mm -hmm. Although some aren't. Like let it fly. Yeah, they're like, oh, that's fine. I'll just drop like 10K on this. And that's how kind of stuff got by because okay. she would just do something and they're like, oh, she has money. And then she would just take more money. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. I love it. So good. Cool. Well, I'll, I'll check that out for sure. I'll rewatch it, honestly. Yeah. yeah. That'll be next after we finish uh, Sex Ed. Hey. Perfect. Well, sports this week. We've got some crazy stuff. So uh, I love overreacting to topics on sports because clearly I'm about 50% wrong on all of my takes. Big yikes. So this is 100% right though, however. So uh, CJ, oh yeah, CJ. Oh wow, you know what I just realized? They're both CJ. They're both CJs. I thought you knew that. Wow. I'm so, I don't know. I don't even know the word because okay. I'm not really surprised and I'm not like happy. So, oh, yeah, I don't know. It's just good. kind of a feeling. <laughs> anyway, so CJ Stroud, he is the rookie quarterback for the Houston Texans. He put on the performance of a lifetime this past Sunday against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So CJ, 470 yards and five touchdowns, one of them being the game-winning drive to beat Tampa. He did five touchdowns in one game? In one game. That what? is a rookie record. He, that was literally, if you watch the game, you watched history being made because that's never been done before. That's crazy. Nobody wanted to stop him. Yeah, no. They were like, <laughs> oh, you can have it, sir. Yeah, go ahead. So my overreaction to this is, is CJ going to win the Rookie of the Year award now? Like, since he just blew up. He literally blew up. I mean, I don't know much about football, so I couldn't, mm. like, pinpoint. I know who Odell Beckham is. And you know I'm, I, I'm so glad you said that. I was literally about to bring that up because when someone does something in uh, particularly football, too, when they do something that just takes social media by storm, that almost is better than their, their statistics. Mm -hmm. So, like, CJ just did this, which is insane, right? But now everyone is talking about it, so now he's in the spotlight. Odell Beckham had that one-handed catch years and years and years ago, never looked back. He was always the topic of conversation. Then it turned to Odell Beckham's haircut yes, and like stuff like that, love. right? So he capitalized off his moment, and I kind of feel like C.J. Stroud's going to do the same thing, whether that's signing a big contract, winning Rookie of the Year, endorsement deals, stuff like that. Good so for him, though. I think that's crazy. But I, I, I personally think he, he 
going to win the rookie of the year. Okay. Don't come for me because okay. you know, sports, like I'm into them, but I'm not too knowledgeable. Okay. So rookie of the year is different from like the Heisman award. Yes. So okay. Heisman award is uh, the best. Um, normally it's a QB quarterback or running back in college football. Got you. Okay. That wins the Heisman, but uh, rookie of the year is first year in the NFL. Oh, okay. Or any sport. Honestly, so like NBA has a rookie of the year, gotcha. MLB has a rookie of the year, hockey's got a rookie of the year. So the more you know, yeah, now you know. So second, CJ, uh, this news was kind of crazy because we were sitting at um, I guess <laughs> girls' night. I was hey. at girls' night, hey, um, which we'll talk about later. But we were sitting there, and I couldn't pronounce this word, and I still probably will botch it. But uh, CJ McCollum on the Pelicans had pneumothorax. Is that? Correct? I think you said it right. And after doing some research on that, basically his lung gave out on him in the middle of a game while he was playing. Yeah, he basically like had a collapsed lung on the court. Is he okay? So he's good right now. They said doctors are monitoring him. I did a little bit more research on this, and I guess if your lung collapses, uh, particularly for what he had, you need to have a water fast for 20 to 40 days. Days? Yeah. So 20 to 40 days of water only. You don't eat any food? You cannot consume anything that would cause fermentation in your lungs. Like Ooh, I would sugar, be so skinny. no sugar, fructose, no fructose and glucose, no glucose. Don't ask me what has fructose or glucose in it because I'm not actively putting those ingredients in my food. That's uh, so he's going to lose a lot of muscle mass. He, yeah. So he has and to- they're already NBA players are typically skinnier than any of wow. the other major sports. So I, I don't know what's going to happen. That's wild. Yeah. Well, it just makes you, I mean, some injuries like you can come back from and some freak accidents happen and you're just like, oh, that's the end. So I I don't know if he'll come back. I really just don't know. I feel like if he does and has to do like that 20 to 40 day water basically cleanse. Yeah, that's crazy. I feel like he just has like a long journey Recovery. uphill because yeah. he's going to have to do that first. Then it's like reintroduce the into- normal routine and yeah. diet and everything. And uh, that's crazy. Dang. I wouldn't even know like, I can only imagine what was going through his mind, like on the court. Yeah. Like you just can't breathe. And then I guess the anxiety of not being able to breathe. And I don't know. Mm-mm. So scary. So prayers out to CJ McCollum. Hopefully he has a speedy 20 to 40 day recovery process. Plus. Probably more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I really don't even know what to make of that, but that's what happened in sports. So. Well, good luck. Um, to switch it up, just to make it happy again, the Texas Rangers, they won. They won the whole thing in baseball. The series? The World Series. Which okay. I always found ironic because it's just America. Yeah. But they're the best in the world. That's pretty awesome. I know a couple episodes back you were saying that you were kind of rooting for yeah. them. So you, yeah. you kind of won. won technically. Yeah, my heart is full now. Is it? No, not really. The Yankees <laughs> lost. So uh, They've been lost though. Yeah, they've been on the couch. So anyways, the Rangers, that was their first World Series title ever. Oh, that's awesome. So that was also history that happened in sports this week because they've never done that before. Because we were talking about how they were low-key, the underdogs, and then who were, who were they playing? They were playing against the Diamondbacks. Who, who were, were also low-key, the underdogs. Yeah, more underdogish. So, I mean, good for them. I feel like either team, I don't know much, yeah. but either team I'd be like, y'all did that. Yeah, I would have been happy for either one. Uh, I feel like the Rangers, with the amount of money that they spent to get to that point, it 
they shouldn't have lost. Yeah. It would have been really, it would have been bad if they lost the World Series, but also like they won and it's like, cool, great job. Good job. So all right, on to the ne- next yeah, kind no, of thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and perfect because we're pretty much done with that. That's yeah. all we got for them. I Thank mean, you, Rangers. Great job. And uh see you next season. Question mark. Because baseball is 180 days away. So. Oh no. Yeah. baby are you doing too much okay so i got to have my girlies over on sunday and we did like a girl's day and it was just quite amazing i woke up this morning and i was like yes you were an award recipient yeah i got a dundee so i got the thank you thank you i'd like to thank my fans um i got my first ever dundee which i think is so awesome and it was for the hostess with the mostest in 2023 wow and i was presented to it at the end of our girls day which ended up being a long day i mean my friends came over to where i live which is about an hour away uh, first of all, thankful for that in yeah, general amazing. because some people just don't don't want to do the drive. So they all came over. We went out. We went shopping. We we're going to do like a craft and wine day. And then um, I got all the wines for us. We went to like Michael's, not you, but the actual craft store. I mean, you, you went to Michael's apartment. That's true. And then we went to like the Dollar Tree and then we even hit Five Below and our Five Below has a Five Below and Beyond. Oh. Which is crazy. What is Below Five? What? Four. They should have called it four. What are you talking about? So you went to five below? Yeah. And what beyond beyond below? No, it's not beyond. It's beyond like it's like 10 and up. Oh, it's yeah. more pricey. Like it's beyond. Ew. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's pretty crazy back there. So it's like Target. Yeah, basically. <laughs> nice. So that's super fun. But we went in there and we had a good time. And then we went to my favorite place to eat. It's called Your Pie. If you ever want to visit me, come through. And I will take you there. And it was so good. And then when we finally got home, it was funny because you kind of went out for the day. And then you were like, on my way back. And I'm like, ooh. Because we had just started crafting. Yeah. I set aside so much time. And I was on dog duty. And duty. <laughs> um <laughs> Well, they did. So, okay. But that's good. That's healthy. Dogs should do that. Anyways, so I was on dog patrol and I was gone for five hours. And I'm like, oh, this is more than enough time. I picked up dinner. Like, I had everything ready to go. So I came back and I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to chill out the rest of the night. They'll probably be winding down, winding down night. <laughs> uh, this episode's full of puns. And you're the only one doing them. Well, okay. Anyways, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I came back and you're like, Oh, yeah, we just started uh, 10 minutes ago. And I was like, uh, how many minutes ago? Yeah. Because, like, uh, yeah, I mean, we had to pick up everything, which took mm-hmm. a while. And then, oh, we also went to Target. And then we also had to eat our food, which took a while. Then we had to, like, yeah. get everything set up, actually create said crafts. Yes. And then clean everything up. And we had to right. take a zillion pictures, And of that course. is the skeleton of the events that transpired because... Obviously, there's a conversation that yeah. happens during each said event, and that takes a long amount of time. But I love it. I think it's so fun, and I just want to talk about some girls' day essentials that I think are necessary when you hang out with your girls, or if you're like more of a like hang out with your boys type thing, do whatever you want. Yeah, that's kind of hang what, out with that's whoever. what we do. Yeah. So I feel like food is a necessity. Like yes. you all have to kind of, and if you want to get different things. That's fine, but I just feel like you have to agree, like, we're going to eat. So just know that we're going to eat. I do think, like, wine or alcohol is fun if you are not into any of that or can't do that. I mean, any drinks. You know, I love a good Mm Coca-Cola. 
Um, just having beverages there. But the wine, I just feel fancy holding my wine glass and talking to my girls and it just feels like a moment. And then honestly, the last thing, which kind of just goes off of who you hang out with is good people, like good vibes. Yeah. And I feel like I have this girl group that everybody's so interesting and I guess individual in their own way. Like each person brings something different and we kind of all just like fell into it together. And it's just so fun that like each of us can hang out with one other by themselves and it's not awkward. And then we can all hang together mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So yeah, it's like five, there was five, people, five total, including yeah. yourself. Mm-hmm. It was like five puzzle pieces that are interchangeable. Like they all fit with one another. It's weird. Yeah. They all make one puzzle, but like if you took two out, they still make their own puzzle. Exactly. But like the three that didn't get taken out make their own yeah, puzzle. Yeah, they're thing. still like doing their own thing over it's there. Nuts. So it's so fun. And I, I really think it's important because I feel like, especially being in a relationship now, this is like, I would say my first real relationship and I would say my longest, obviously, if it's my first real relationship. Um, we, we get stuck into our routine and yeah. doing our things. And, you know, all, like I want to be with you all the time. So there is times where I'm like, dang, I haven't seen my girls in a while, especially because we do live an hour away. Mm -hmm. So I think girls day or girls night or just being with your friends is important for reconnection and everyone has a busy life. So we kind of just throw it in a group chat and we're like, Hey, y'all want to hang out and just kind of figure out what day we're free. And it's been working out so far. And one of our really, really good friends is back from California. So shout out Jess. I'm so glad she's here. And it's just, I feel like we just completed our puzzle all together. And like I said earlier, you just take time out of your routine. I feel like we all get stuck in like the mundane day-to-day life that I feel like you need to connect with your friends. Like you have guys nights sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I think that's well needed for you as well. Oh, it's so needed. And you guys, I mean, I don't even know what you guys do, but I know it's fun Mm because we want to crash all the time. It's confidential. Oh, period. Yeah. Period. It's PG, but it's confidential. Okay. Heard. I'm going to infiltrate the scene. Uh, Well, not surprised. Yeah, I can do it. So, but yeah, I mean, you look like you had a blast during girls night when I came in and I started cooking because that's what I love to do. Yeah. Um, I just kind of kept silent and I was there, but I wasn't there. I was letting you guys do your thing, but uh, I just stayed in the kitchen like a good uh, husband, I guess. Oh, and is uh, this it? I just, I, I'm this just kidding. Is not the moment. <laughs> uh, and I just chefed it up over there and I made some burnt cookies, which were awesome because it's awesome. I mean, they were good. You were working The unburnt it. ones were great. And then you made this steak that was fire. So if you guys know a thing about me is I love to cook. Yeah. And apparently after this girls night that transpired, I have now been appointed to be the hibachi chef for Friendsgiving. I'm down with it. That I did not volunteer. Can I get you the hat and the apron? So it was foretold that if I wore the outfit that I would do it. And I feel like, I don't know, I'm real teeter-tottering on this. It's already in my Amazon cart. Yeah. And the problem is once this gets brought up to everyone, and now obviously it'll be public knowledge after this episode, (laughs) but once it gets brought up to everyone, they're going to go for it, which that's not okay for me. I mean, at least it means you're a good cook. Yeah. That like nobody's like, whoa, we don't want him yeah, to we cook. Stay food. away, keep him away. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's a compliment. It is a lot yeah. of work, but we'll get you a fit. So that's cool. And you'll have food. Yeah. They, I mean, you guys could start throwing money at me too. And oh. then I'll, I'll be Magic Mike at that point. Oh. Gang, gang. Oh. I don't know. What song does he dance to? What's the finale? I don't know, but 
for whatever reason, the first one that popped into my head is "Girl, you know I." Oh, okay. Girl, you know I. I was giving "Take You Down" by Chris Brown. Oh, we can I do wanna take, "Take You Down." down. I, I really, really wanna take. You. Oh no. Uh oh. Yeah, you know. No, I don't. You know the song. I don't. You because you're gonna start going crazy. So, you like it what you see. Oh, heat. Everything is on and that's on me. Heat. I don't know. Mm. Mm-hmm. That song Looking does like things. Just to Oh. Looking like we should quit playing games. Hey. Okay, so for today's quit playing games, we're doing a what would you do situation. So I have two, and I think you have two. I do. And I'm going to start, and it's just going to be like, like, what would you do? What if this was happening? Okay. And just kind of tell me how you feel and what would happen. Yeah, we'll, we'll converse about it. <laughs> so what if your favorite movie was real life? Like we lived in it or yes. it just came to life? No, we lived in it. And what would it be? Yeah, that's a problem because I have so many favorite movies. You have movies. to pick one. Mm. So I guess my favorite movie this week is, it's going to be Interstellar. Oh, didn't it just have an anniversary? It did nine or 10 years, yeah. like two days ago. So Interstellar is one of the greatest movies of all time, ranked by stats and by my personal opinion. And... It's so good. And if it was real life, I feel like it's going to be real life, like in the next uh, 50 years or so. Okay. Um, Where we have to kind of navigate to reinvent Earth. Oh, my gosh. Or like rediscover how we're going to operate because Earth is dying. And it's a very real concept. Mother which Earth is, is dying. Sorry. Oh, that's wow. from <laughs> That's from 21 Jump Street. Sorry. Oh, wow. <laughs> um. So yeah, what would I do if I lived in it? Yeah. I feel like I would have to, oh man, I don't want to be Matthew McConaughey in that Mm-mm. movie. That's very, uh, Merv, Aww. Merv. Uh, anyway, I had to say that for Alana, that she loves that scene. Well, she doesn't love the scene, she loves quoting it. So anyways, uh, what would I do? I guess I'd just be a normal person and go when everyone says it's time to go. I heard. But yeah, scary. That's scary that that could happen. So. Yeah. Anyways, let's move past that. So what would you do if you had the ability to uninvent one item? To uninvent one item? You completely remove it from history. What are you uninventing? <sighs> Electricity. <laughs> Just to mess with people. Because everybody want to be all like. That, mm. First off, that laugh was so <laughs> stupid. I loved it. I was like a count. But everybody wants to be all like. I need my electricity. I need my stuff charged. Like try living back in the day. Do I think I could survive? I think so. I think I would do well. I don't think I'd be extremely happy. Yeah. But honestly, I think it'd be kind of funny to see people without electricity. No, it'd be sick. We'd have to go to like the local, uh, I guess, playhouse. And like that's that would be us watching movies. With, yeah. Like, people acting like yes. literal live movies. And then we'd have to carry lanterns around, <gasps> which is freaking awesome. Oh my gosh, yes. And we'd probably have to ride horses because all cars are becoming electric. And then we send carrier pigeons with I'm our messages. What if what if I'm like, bring steak home for dinner, but it gets to you the next day? Then we will have whatever we caught. Because I guess in this whole scenario, we're actually going back in time okay. as well. <laughs> So. That's what it sounds like. I'll just, I mean, if I need to wear my black coat and be the king of the North, I will do it. I'm not saying I have to, but I will be Jon Snow if needed. I mean, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> so what would you do if a voice followed you around narrating your life? Oh, like Elf? Sure. Or no, there was another movie. 
that that happened. It's most and, most movies. Well, and Will Ferrell was in it. That's why I said oh, that. Okay, okay. Um, if a voice can does it know? I can I talk to it and can it talk to me? Or oh, it like just, breaking the third wall? Yeah. Uh, you know what? Let's let's switch it up and say yeah. Okay. That wasn't on the original, but I mean, Erica scratches her back. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. As she ponders the thought of this question. I think we would get into a lot of fights. Yeah. Because I'd be like, stop. You really don't have to say all of that. Oh, but I do. And then it's also that like weird yeah. voice that you have. Mm-hmm. I'm the like, narrator voice. Just talk to me, bro. Let's be friends. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't love it. Would you hate it? Yes. So you, you definitely wouldn't love it because you hate it. Yeah. I don't understand why you did that. Yeah, I don't know either. All right. So what if every time you burped, you fainted? <laughs> uh, they're going to have to have, like, <laughs> we're going to have med supplies on, like, standby. Really? Yeah. You couldn't I, drink. I, I feel like you couldn't drink soda anymore. Anything, no, like, couldn't. caffeinated. Could you imagine? I'm, like, picturing it. Like, you take the sip and you burp and then you just fall <laughs> backwards. <laughs> And then you're, oh, there he goes again. What happened? What happened to Mike? Oh, he burped. So I feel like we would have to like tape, well, not tape, maybe like Velcro a pillow to the back of your, well, then you would have to put it on the front because what if you fall forward? Oh, man. You need to live in a bubble. You would, but that would be so funny with the narrator voice because you'd burp and the narrator would be like, and there he goes. (laughs) And you're like, he is asleep. (laughs) So stupid. (laughs) All righty. That's it for episode 10. Yes, we did it. I feel like this is a beautiful milestone. Yeah. And I'm super excited for the future. And I hope people keep listening and saying, what's up? And if you have any advice or critiques that you want to give us, we're totally down for hearing it. And we will change accordingly yeah and we, we are think. we are actively working on getting the video footage yeah that has been probably the number one requested thing from this podcast so far well now that i have a phone that has space on it and very good camera quality and because i'm a follower i guess and not a leader uh i will also be getting a new phone this week <sighs> i'm so i persuasive. just want to be like you am That's i an it. influencer now i mean you influence things so that makes me said influencer maybe Follow me on Instagram at yeah influence people there Erica Janine on air and they can follow you at M Hall twenty two yeah I barely post it's okay me neither I haven't posted since September it's been a long time if you scroll far enough you'll see like high school me oh nah and I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't because I'm not like Otis Milburn (laughs) I wouldn't I I am no Otis I wouldn't okay thank you so much for listening we'll talk to you next week bye bye.